Hello my lovely listeners and welcome to season one of the Nicola Paul Approach. My name is Nicola Paul and I will be your host. I'm so excited to be welcoming you to my brand new podcast show because creativity and healing runs in my blood. And what better way to encourage my creative flair than speak to you all directly and share a splash of positivity. Don't forget to hit the subscribe on your podcast player so you don't miss an episode. If you have enjoyed an episode, please do leave a review and rating as it will really help my podcast show reach out to help other people find my channel so we can all grow in our like-minded nation. In my podcast shows, I want to delve into what it means to nurture our mind, body and soul. After all, it's my mission to support and guide anyone who is listening to find the right path to improve their mental, physical and spiritual growth. Helping me properly welcome you all on this journey will be special guest appearances from time to time in my future podcast episodes. We are all experts in the field of well-being and mindfulness and it's going to be my privilege to open up the door to this wonderful world for you all. Welcome to season one, episode seven of the Nicola Paul Approach. My name is Nicola Paul and it is a great pleasure to introduce this inspiring young man onto my show today. He is a mental health counsellor, a blogger, and also has a podcast show called I'm most probably wrong about everything. Love that title, by the way. (laughs) So let's welcome to the show all the way from Surrey, Canada, Rob. Thank you for having me. That was a that was a wonderful introduction. You're welcome, Rob. Absolutely. And thank you so much for your time today as well. Thank and you. Um, I, it, I just cannot wait. And the listeners as well, I'm sure, um, to hear about your, your journey today. But just before we do begin, though, um, Rob, I have been asking everyone that's been coming on um, just how sort of COVID has, has impacted on mm. you with sort of your mental health also. But how have you been, you know, what's your way of been dealing with it? You know, that's, that's a wonderful question. And I think in the, uh, the, the onset of this and back in March, when it all happened and we were asked to stay home and there was this great sort of hysteria, I'd almost call it of like, oh my gosh, like we got to buy all the toilet paper. And it, it really hurt my feelings to see that this is how society was responding. Instead of working together, it was kind of just like a free for all. And I really felt for the, the, the grocery store workers, right? And like, mm. they had to witness all this. They're getting paid like, you know, barely a living wage. And, yeah. and to me, I think they were seeing some of the worst of humanity. Whereas there were a lot of people that were coming together. And, and uh, to return to myself, I think the most important thing was that you can't live life in isolation. So you have to have family, you have to have friends. And that's definitely the most salient point in all of this is that I realized what was important to me and that's my family. So 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't know about you as well, Rob, but for me, um, it sort of slowed down my the pace of my life as well to just get back to basics, you know, mm. of mm. being around just your family or just taking, just slowing back a little bit and even just going out for a walk and, you know, just sitting down and eating a meal and not having to rush and you know it just took away even though it's a sad sad situation how it's happened but actually um for a lot of people that i've spoken to they have said that to be honest with you it's actually allowed them time just to slow down yeah that's a really good point i mean i i I always look i'm an optimistic realist which means that i look for the the silver lining in all things but being mindful of them. I'm not one of those people that are like, yeah, everything's great, right? <laughs> I like to be a realist, but I like to see the positivity and, and the, the goodness that can come out of any situation. And like you mentioned, uh, this has been like a great reset, I think, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, right. Thanks for that. Thanks for answering that for us. So let's begin. Let's begin your journey. Let's go on it together, all of us together with you, Rob. So, you know, what drove you to become the person you are today? That's a, that's, that's a long, that's a great question. It's a long one and I'll try and be succinct, but I grew up in a family that I, you know, I had wonderful parents and they did the best that they could. And my mother is, you know, I, I, I think whatever is beyond, you know, whatever's out there, I, I think the universe for the mother that I have, she's an amazing woman and she's taught me so much about how to be a man. And, uh, my father, he was, he was a great guy. He was very stoic, very tough, but he was also very sensitive. And I always knew him as this kind of like, uh, you know, almost pugnacious character, right? This guy who's like got chest out, you know, fist clenched, you got to live life, right? Mm-hmm. And he passed away when I was 14, which was uh, a, a very difficult year, I, I'd say, in anybody's life to lose a parent because that's when you're – to me, there's like – it's like a fifth trimester. I sort of yeah. look at it that way. When, you, when you're a teenager, you're really starting to – instead of developing physiologically, you're developing psychologically. Yeah. And – these things of, you know, what is it to be a man? What is it to be a, a caring person? All these things, the, that, that piece wasn't there for me from my father. So I didn't have, you know, a strong male to sort of guide me through that for about, you know, 14, 15, 16, right? And it was a very, if I'm just being honest, it was a very dark time in my life. Mm, I can imagine, especially for a, for a young boy like yourself with yeah. a man, you, you know, your dad's your role model. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, the, the way that he passed and all that, it was very sudden, it was very quick. And uh, I just, for years, I, I, I didn't deal with it because again, the example that I had of, you know, to be a man is to be stoic and to not be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work out very well for me. I mean, that that further deepened my, you know, my feelings of despair, of isolation. And uh, it wasn't until 
I was about 17. I had this teacher and he just cared so much about me. Mm-hmm. And uh, his name was Mr. Thornton, Tim Thornton. And he inspired me that you can change somebody's life, right? And all it takes is like you thank me for is time. Mm-hmm. If you give somebody quality time, you can change you could change their lives for the better. I mean, the the trajectory that I was going on was a path of self-destruction. And, uh, you know, he pulled me out of that and he taught me values of what it means to be a kind, caring person. He was also a very spiritual man, a very Christian man. And uh, just in my own psyche, I was like, I can never live up to this example. And so when I graduated high school and I went out into the real world, into university and college, college and university, uh, I, I just kept making mistakes. And I was like, I'll never be that level of man, of, you know, of this teacher, Tim Thornton. And so I got all wrapped up in, you know, all kinds of uh, problematic lifestyles, but always being that because I was a kind, caring, sensitive person, but I couldn't express that. And really it wasn't until um, I I sort of became a teacher and I became a big brother, a a mentor for at-risk youth. I started to see that helping others, it really helps ourselves. And so many young people and boys in particular, they're living in a world where I don't think they're given the proper skills they need to be who they are. Mm-hmm. And I sort of made that my mission. Yeah. And I was a teacher, like I said, I wasn't a very good teacher, but I was great with the kids. Right. Okay. Like that was, that was what I had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was working with kids. And, and one kid said, he's like, you know, you inspired me to, to play football. And he comes from a family that, you know, you can't play sports. Right. And now he's on the high school team, the, the high school football team. And he's, you know, he's finding a lot of success there. And it was, I just could, I'll never forget his words. He's like, I'll never forget what you said to me to just go for it. And it was like such a throwaway thing that I said, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I, I didn't even remember saying it, but <laughs> the impact that it had on him. And it was right then and there that I knew, wait a minute, teaching isn't for me, but I think being somebody who can, really help kids understand who they are and find their, their why Mm -hmm. is part of my why. Mm. Yeah, yeah. totally. So with, with that in mind as well, so part of your why sort of just get, just going a little bit, explain that a little bit more deeper to us. Yeah. Great question. Um, I'm certainly not a millionaire. And, and I don't think that that's what I'm after. Mm-hmm. I would rather do something that is meaningful to the lives that, that, that just gives back to the world. I mean, there's so much going on. It seems in our lives that we're, I just think we're forgetting the purpose of things. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with COVID, we need to, we need to sort of strip it down. Yeah. And I think that, in the Western world, and, you know, I, I am as much a, a, a culprit of this, but we're so attached to our things mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, our, our cell phones, our Facebook, whatever. We're, we're so attached to things yeah. Yeah. that uh, we're forgetting the purpose. And mm-hmm. going, you can probably hear in the background. My oh, your beautiful little daughter. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that right there is... is- yeah, that's that's my purpose. You know what I mean? That's the sure. most important thing. Obviously, you got to work and, you know, you, yeah, all yeah. that. But but spending time with your family, quality time with a human being, mm-hmm. the most important thing in the world. And yeah. that's what sort of started my podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just don't think that in our busy lives, mm. we are forgetting how to communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, totally understand. Actually, you now led just onto your podcast. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of the listeners on my podcast listening today, but hopefully you'll be bringing in yours as well for this episode. But uh, mine is predominantly all about sort of the well-being and mindfulness and spiritual sort of side self-development and everything. Mm. So with your podcast, just sort of explain what yours is about to us. That's a, that's a great question. What's my elevator pitch? Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it comes down to trying to be humble and having humility in conversations. I think so often we, for example, in politics, we go into these conversations wanting to win the conversation, not, not wanting to grow from it. Mm-hmm. And the point of my podcast is I want to grow from my uh my in, the people i interview mm-hmm. as well as the episodes i'm kind of sharing my my understanding because i used to have a very closed-minded perspective on the world and it was not bringing me any joy it was bringing me a lot of of uh you know anxiousness frustration wanting to control things and when you just kind of relinquish, when you let go, you will just live a cleaner, healthy, ha- healthier, happier life. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what it kind of comes down so, to. So where, where did that, so just rewind a little bit then, um, mm-hmm. Rob. So in those days when you were feeling just totally the opposite to what you feel um, today, so what, what caused that, you know, if you don't mind sharing that with us? What, what caused the, uh, the sort of, the despair I guess you yeah say. yeah 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 it's a it's a great question I, I really think I mean there's been so much of that in my life and and it's it's because of hurt mm-hmm. right hurt shame being being my own worst enemy being my own worst critic I do believe that there's there's an internal voice inside of all of us and we create how that voice talks to us and it can be this pot, like it can be a friend or it can be an enemy. And oftentimes it's a, this wild codependent relationship that we have with ourselves in our own minds. Mm-hmm. And I really think that I just, in those periods, I actually kind of liked feeling down. Okay. I think that, take for example, music. We love, we, you know, I love music. We love to dance. And sometimes it's these songs that hit us in our soul, like these really powerful emotional songs. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we get something out of it, right? I believe that all behavior is a way of communicating something that we need. We get something out of our behaviors. Yeah, yeah. 
especially our bad behaviors, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we can get addicted to feeling down. And I know that sounds kind of strange, but there, there, and, and I, I don't have the science to sort of back this up, but I, I truly do believe that we are getting something out of it. For example, when you look on people's Facebooks statuses and they're like, Oh, it's such a bad day. And people are like, 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 like they're getting a response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I was choosing to focus on, you know, not having a dad, uh, feeling alone and, and not realizing that there was, there was so much beauty all around me in the world. Oh, mm-hmm. so my dad loved bald eagles. Okay. His favorite animal, bald eagles. Mm-hmm. And I've always attached all throughout my life. There have been bald eagles when I needed them the most. And I remember uh, one time I was on the Vancouver, the West coast of British Columbia. It's called Vancouver Island. Beautiful place. It's like wild. Right. And I forget what I was doing, but I was just like, I was so low and so down. And I was like, you know, what's the point kind of thing. Right. And all of a sudden, this eagle flew out of nowhere, grabbed a salmon, flew off, and then came back around, landed like like uh, maybe 100 yards away, and just started wow. eating this fish. Yeah. And was like looking at me, and I, you know, happenstance, whatever you want to call it. To me, that was like my dad saying, what the hell are you doing? Snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Go live your life. Okay? So there's that. And then I remember the last day of university when it was like such a joyous day. It was like, yeah, I did it. And I was driving and I live in a, in a suburban area. And all of a sudden I look up in the sky and there's an eagle circling around. And eagles don't hang out in suburban areas, right? Bald eagle, two of them. And I was like, hey, that's my dad. I, I've chosen to attach meaning to that as a symbol of hope in my life. And I think that everybody can get something out of that. Yeah. It's like a sign, isn't it? it For you know, me, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. I, I, and I get what, exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Because they are signs, you know? So I, 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 totally, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. My, mine's... Um, Mine's my granddad passed, but I mean, there's red robins everywhere, a bit like with your golden eagles, eagles, right? But um, the red robin always comes down, follows me around the garden, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's my granddad, he's here, you know. But right. everyone can think we woos to whatever they want, really. But this is ours, and this is this, that's it, yeah, yeah. And I, sorry, well, go on. The, oh, I was gonna say, there's a very famous author, his name's Viktor Frankl. And he wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. Oh, okay. Oh, you got to read it. It's amazing. The guy yeah. was in the Holocaust. He was in Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. And he survived just by attaching meaning to all things. By, mm. I'm not just here to suffer. I'm here to find a purpose. And like you said, the woo-woo is like, wow, that's just, uh, you know, that's just dumb luck that mm-hmm. an eagle. Okay, well, if, if that's what you choose to believe, then... That's, that's what you choose to that's believe. It. Exactly. But if you choose to attach meaning to that, mm-hmm. then your life, it's just, it, it enriches your life what you believe. Yeah. And if you choose to believe that there's something bigger, something yeah. more important, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You just, it's just enriching to your life. Yeah. So, 
I guess my point is, is you choose what you want to believe, but believing that this is a symbol of hope to me rather than just, you know, some random event. Uh huh. I'll take that. I'll take the hope. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because you've got to have some sort of, um, beliefs and faiths in some, you know, in your life. Cause otherwise it's just a dead end, isn't it? I mean, mm. I don't want that to come across anything other than what it is really. So, right. um, so could you explain to us, um, how have you learned to, you know, because obviously you've, you've gone through, um, stages of your life of turmoil and, you know, real dark, deep emotions at a young age. And, and then you've, sort of got yourself out very steadily very slowly you know over time so how how have you really coped with those life experiences you know what's your what's the tools that you've used along the way just so the listeners if there's any out there listening today that might be experiencing obviously what you you know your Mm. story or slightly of what you've been going through so what what tools do you use now well i definitely perception is everything Mm mm-hmm um, I, you know, I'm a firm believer of what we put into our bodies is the fuel that we get, you know, out of it. So things like yeah. alcohol, things like, um, you know, prescription medication, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I did a lot of self-medicating in my twenties and to say I regret it would really be, would, would, would be to not get it if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because everything, this is all part of your story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is your story. Nobody else on in the world has your story. That said, you're not alone in where you're at in your story. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can, again, we can get kind of down and out and think that we're alone, but we're not. And when you reach out and you find a community you will find meaning and you will find purpose. And, and I think that it just comes down to have the courage to step out of what you think you know and step in what you want to know. Yes. Right? So if you want to be a, a happy, healthier person, you deserve to be a happy, healthier person. Mm-hmm. Right? So go do those things. You know, you want to write a book? Hell yeah, man. Start writing a book. Yeah. Live your life because – Nobody is going to, nobody's going to give it to you. They're all trying to figure it out. So you got to go to them and you got to write your story. Right. Yeah. And it's the most beautiful story that will ever be written. Yeah. 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 Because we're all unique, aren't we? There's no no one else, but there's only one of us, but we've all got our own stories, but yes, you're right. We're not alone. We are not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, and being and like you've said as also as well as reaching out of your comfort zone and out to the people of that are very much like-minded like yourself or us um will sort of grow your strength as well you know within a community they'll, they'll you know everyone builds each other up don't they if you're around the right environment right totally yeah. so well there's still parts of your life that you're looking forward to achieving you know obviously we're all evolving well you know i i was thinking about it today and success is not owned right mm-hmm. success is something that you know it's 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 uh, it's like golf 
right? Mm-hmm. You don't, nobody owns the game of golf. Golf is a game that's rent, you know, it's, it's, it's on rent, you know? Yeah. You can't master that game. And when we see life as just, when we make mistakes, it's just a mistake. Don't own it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. That's the hugest thing, man. It's like, just be kind to yourself. When, when you're kind to yourself, it just, everything naturally flows. You'll be kind to others. You'll be more mindful of the relationships that you should and shouldn't be in. But just be kind to yourself, especially during this time. And, and, and don't, don't equate your worth to your successes or to your failures. Every day is a new day. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm, absolutely, great question. Uh, that's a great answer. Um, we was actually the other day we were talking about the uh, what's that book that you showed me? The Wellbeing um, Cognitive Behavior Therapy Therapy book that you were reading. Um, just sort of explain to just explain the reason behind that. Why you've actually started reading that book? Well, actually, um, I've I've read it. I've started reading a lot and listening to a lot in this past year, even, you know, before COVID hit. And uh, because I realized, you know, I finished my master's and I think we made a joke like, well, I finished my master's. I don't ever have to read again. Right. (laughs) But that's not how the brain works. I mean, even during COVID, I, as I mentioned, I'm a, uh, a counselor in the private or excuse me, I'm a counselor in the public schools of Mm -hmm. British Columbia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I got a taste of retirement because schools were closed and I was there and I was like, oh my God, I don't think I could ever retire. Mm. This is like torturous. I need to, I need to be doing something productive, yep. right? Yeah. I can't just sit here and, you know, uh, watch another episode on Netflix, right? I, I have to do <laughs> something. And yeah. I think that that's a, a huge part of the question is that, we're here on this earth to be productive, right? Mm. And, mm. and that takes many forms. Being kind to other people and to yourself is a production of positivity that will, that is what this world so deeply needs at this moment in time. Yeah, 100%. We need kindness. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be arguing over the left and the right of the political spectrum or mm. if COVID is a conspiracy. Hmm. We just need to be kind and just have conversations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sorry to answer your question. What, what brought me to that book? <laughs> As you can see, I can. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. It's great. That's, that's who you are. It's brilliant. Yeah, that is definitely who I am, but I always yeah. try to bring it back. So yeah, uh, this book, I was now, I, as I mentioned, I'm a counselor and I believe that it's very important that, as a counselor, you speak to somebody as well, right? Mm. You know, if you're going to be an advocate for mental health, you, you have to take care of your own mental wellness. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was speaking with the counselor and, you know, we had just talked about cases that I have, and, you know, going through that. She's like, you need to check out this book and it's called mindfulness integrated CBT, which stands for cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's by this guy named, uh, Bruno Cayun, mm-hmm. and he's he's based out of Australia, and he very much brings in um, the practices of mindfulness from Buddhism, mm-hmm. uh, and brings it into 
the, the, so the Eastern practices of Buddhism into the sort of Western practices of cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. and creates a, a, a marriage between the two, a fusion between the two that really works. And I actually have him coming on my show uh, next week, actually, I'm interviewing him. Okay, so, what episode will that be? That's a great question. It's not out yet. It'll probably be episode 49, maybe. Okay. We're getting just, up there in the numbers. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just so the listeners know, because I will be listening then to that episode as well. So I want to plug you. I want to plug that for Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, um, Buddhism for me mm. is, is I'd, obviously certain parts of Buddhism I do practice myself as well. Um, certain parts I would absolutely love to do, but not quite there yet. Because there's it's a very, um, there's, you know, that, oh gosh, we, we could even have a, an episode talking about bloody oh, I'm, I'm very much I, about spiritualism. Oh my God. I love that. I, lo I love all of it. So, but for me, um, read like yourself reading is just, Oh, love. I I'm always reading. Mm. It's like, and it's not always self-development books either. Right. You know, I, my books are obviously it's, I have some sort of businessy type books that I read, um, and the self-development books and of course my daughter she she'll say to me mom why don't you just read a book that's just like a fluffy happy <laughs> romance or something why are you always reading really like heavy reads and I said because like what you said earlier I don't want to be sat watching the telly all the time when I'm not working because at the minute we're a little bit we're on a national lockdown here so we're not right. even really allowed to do anything else but for me it's reading reading is my thing right and I love it I just it get, it just keeps your brain cells going as well doesn't it I mean ne know. neuroplasticity right it's like yeah if you keep trying to feed your brain information like if mm. you try to learn how to play chess for example yeah you will extend your life yeah yeah right? going back to the retirement thing it's like mm -hmm. yeah i could never just you know sit on sit on my tush all day right no way no way <laughs> same i don't think i'll ever retire i, I might mm. semi maybe yeah. retire yeah. Um, travel and yeah. exactly yeah but i'll never stop doing the work i do because i know it, it benefits many people like like yourself you know you said the same for you as well so i mean rob i could talk forever with you and we will again 100% we will again, but the time has just flown past. It's gone know, so quick. 30 it, minutes already. It's really, it just really has. And I feel like we haven't even skimmed the surface behind Rob. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because there's so many other topics that I'm really interested in, in, in talking to you about in other, other, you know, seasons, if that's okay with you, because 100%. You know, you're very spiritual as well. Very woo-woo, which is right up my street. In fact, I was actually thinking I might just do a whole season with, I don't know how many episodes yet, later on down the road, of just having spiritual um, guests on and talking about spirituality, all forms as well. I'm quite open, yeah. you know, I, I'm called cool to whatever 
whatever sort of you oh, know avenue yeah. we go down but that would be fabulous but just before we go um rob can you just let all the listeners that are listening today could you let them just know where to contact you well so we have the podcast uh the name of it is i'm probably wrong and then in brackets about everything and Love that's that. available on spotify uh, iTunes, all the wonderful little podcast platforms. We also have a blog and it's probably wrong.ca. Mm-hmm. And we are on Instagram. Uh, our name is probably wrong about everything. I'm not, I, I'm very fortunate in that I have friends that help me with all the social media stuff because that's just totally not my area it's just not your thing that's all that's all good at least you've at least you've owned up to that and you push that on to someone that can do it (laughs) well and and that's it's probably wrong about everything that's our uh instagram thing so check us out uh we've had a lot of wonderful guests it's a little bit the episodes are a little bit longer because like you say when you have the 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 long conversations that's when you get the 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 great Mm sort of interviews like yeah you know these these gold nuggets that kind of come out so it's meant to be heard when you're in traffic and you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah we've had a buddhist monk on we've had uh doctors of um specializing in racial healing especially in the states with what's going on with black lives matter and we've also had some pretty raunchy guests on there too but they have a very personal story to tell and kind of piggybacking on what your daughter said is that if you set your intent, even the, even the fluff, you know, those like romance novels, Mm. if you set your mind to it, you'll get something out of that too. Sure. Nothing is for naught. That's my belief. No, that's a good, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, for me, it's all about, you know, you can do so much with our, the work that I do, um, but that you definitely need to switch off and look after yourself a bit like what you said earlier on about being a counselor who need, you need to be can have counseling also exactly the same my end yeah so anyway right well if you'd like to say goodbye for today but this is not the last we have Whoa. seen of you rob so you'll have to goodbye. be on my show oh i okay then <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you Dave. thank you so much and thank you to your listeners uh, I, I hope to have you uh, listen to, to my show and, and I look forward to being back on. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, you're more than welcome, Rob. And just want to say, I hope that everyone today that's been listening has um, felt a bit clearer in their minds of possibilities ahead, really. I mean, if you know, if you listen to Rob's story and um, all of Rob's uh, contact details will be in the show notes um, of this episode. So until next time, lovely people. Lots of love. Do hope you have gained some further insight in this episode today and now have some takeaway positivity. I thank you for your time. Before we go though, can you show some love for our favourite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcast? Please do share the podcast with your friends and family or anyone you know that could benefit from these episodes. I really do hope that you have enjoyed season one of my podcast show and I really cannot wait for you to join me on season two's episode where there are going to be some just again more inspirational guest appearances 
from experts in the field of mindfulness and well-being and spirituality, but also some niche episodes with some very special guests. But that is more to come very soon. But I look forward to joining you again on February the 1st. 2021 for a brand new season two take care love and light